Hey everybody, welcome to Burn the Ship Podcast, back with another episode with a new connection of mine, new friend of mine, um, Ryan Kimler here. It's appreciate uh, appreciate you coming on today, appreciate having you, sir. I think we're going to be able to learn a lot from you. Um, I think you have a unique story, especially from what I've learned so far, and looking to kind of dive deeper into that. Uh, as always, Burn the Ship Podcast, our goal is connect entrepreneurs with professionals that can help you go all in on your business. Um, Ryan has been a business resource for many, many years, um, and I'll kind of, you know, won't steal his thunder. I'll let him tell that story. So um, I'm sure you guys are excited about learning it, as am I. Um, so why don't you go ahead and give us an introduction? I'm uh, excited to learn a little bit more about you and your business, um, a little bit about your background and kind of how you got to where you are today. Um, and then we'll kind of discuss business as usual. So, Sure, absolutely. Well, I appreciate the introduction. I appreciate time and uh, being on the podcast. So yeah, like like you said, uh, my name is Ryan Kimler. I um, I'm an accounting and financial professional. Um, today I work as a fractional CFO um, for a lot of different businesses. I started out um, at Illinois State University, uh, double majored in accounting and finance, um, and then after that uh, I went to work for a CPA firm. Um, you know, we really started doing you know bookkeeping and um, really compliance work um, for businesses to get their taxes filed. Um, and you know, my interactions with clients there was really where my passion started, um, for, you know, helping going beyond that, going beyond compliance and, you know, wanting to help clients with more than that, wanting to help them, um, with the financials and, and actually running their business, um, by the numbers. Um, so that's really where my, where my passions got started, um, and it's really where I cut my teeth working with small businesses as well. Um, so yeah, that's really kind of a kind of a background on how I got started, I guess. Um, sure. What is business like now for you? Um, so now I wearing wearing a lot of hats for right now. Um, I have I have an accounting firm um, that I'm really managing. Um, you know, probably eventually going to get a partner to start managing that for me. Um, and then personally, so I'm, you know, managing and coaching accountants that are working on clients, bookkeeping and accounts. And then personally, I'm working with um, some of those same clients, um, you know, from a, from a higher level fractional CFO um, service that I do personally. Sure. So is your business still kind of in that growth mode? You're looking to acquire more clients or you're kind of just leveraging the workload that you have now? Absolutely. Um, we're, we're definitely still growing, um, looking to add more CFO clients, um, and bookkeeping and accounting clients. Um, you know, from my experience and, um, from working at a CPA firm and then, you know, running my own firm and, and seeing a lot of businesses books, unfortunately, um, you know, entrepreneurs are really underserved when it comes to the bookkeeping and accounting industry. Um, you know, it's really how I feel about it. Um, you know, there, I know that there's a lot of entrepreneurs out there that they, you know, just get their taxes done and, and they, you know, see their CPA and, and work with their accountant maybe only once or twice a year. Um, and, and really that's not enough. Um, and so we are, we are continuing to look to grow um, so that we can, you know, help more businesses, you know, have a better grip on their numbers and, and their financials and have a clearer path um, to make better decisions. Sure. So everything a business, um, every every business owner goes through this transition when you have your own business of defining what your ideal client and what your ideal workspace is going to be. 
What have you guys identified as your ideal client and how did you kind of get to that equation? You know, how, how did you kind of get to the end of that problem and say, here's the people that we're going to work with? Yep. So um, when I worked at the CPA firm, you know, about 90% of our clientele was attorneys and law firms. Um, and, and we still work with a lot of attorneys and law firms today because I do know that space really well. Um, but really, you know, what we found is, you know, as long as um, you're, you know, as an entrepreneur, you're tech savvy, right? We, we work with businesses all across the country. Um, you know, we're located in St. Louis, Missouri. Um, but as long as you're tech savvy and, and, you know, willing to work with us, you know, a lot over Zoom, obviously the pandemic has opened that up even more. Um, you know, we, we really find that we can, we can work well with business owners, um, you know, as long as they're willing to kind of go to the cloud and, and work on us, you know, work with us um, on that, then, you know, things, things work out well. Sure. So what is the thing that you do well that is leaving a unique feel for your clients? Like what, what is the thing that makes your business unique? Yep. Sure. So the, so the biggest thing is I, I think is clarity, right? So the, you know, my company name is financial clarity, right? And, and that's really the important thing. That's our number one goal is to bring financial clarity to our clients. When I say financial clarity, that means that it's not that we are going to sit down with you and, and go over financial statements like a regular accountant would. It's that we are going to keep score for you and, and give you a scoreboard um, and let you know, here's where you're winning the game, you know, that you're trying to play. Here's where you're not winning. And we sit down with our clients and set objectives um, for them to get done to, to change the areas where they're not winning. Um, you know, so we really bring clarity for them to be able to see, hey, here's where here's where I'm not winning the game. Here's where it, here's something that's not working like I would like it to. And then we set them on a clear path to, um, you know, change the score of the game. Sure. So what is that impact? What What is the impact that you see on that financial clarity picture once that business owner has arrived um, at that place? What is the impact that you see on their business? Uh, much stronger cash flow, much stronger profit. Um, and and those those two things are not the same thing. A lot of I know that there's a lot of business owners out there that don't understand that gap. Profit is not cash flow. Cash flow is not profit. Um, you can run a business for years without a profit. You can't run a business for a day without cash. So, but we see um, an increase in both. You know, we help our business owners be more profitable and have a stronger cash flow. And, and um, you know, a lot of times we're implementing a profit first, you know, that system, that's mm -hmm. um, part of what we do as well um, to really set business owners up to have, you know, strong cash flow and also some savings in the bank, um, you know, kind of saving for a rainy day. You know, sure. I mean, obviously, you know, I, I don't expect that there's going to be another big pandemic like COVID-19. Um, but you never know. I mean, there's shifts in, in industries, things like that, um, that we want to prepare our, our entrepreneurs and our clients for, you know, the best that we can. Sure. Um, yeah. And so I, I think that's, that's really the biggest impact that we can have is, is, you know, helping small businesses be strong. Sure. What was the biggest skill that you lacked when you were going from a corporate environment to a, a cell phone small business environment? Like, what was the biggest growing pain? 
yeah, so the biggest growing pain is, is definitely around sales, right? Um, you know, just figuring out how to get out there and, and you know, become well-known and, and also, you know, earn that like, know, and trust factor, um, you know, that we're going to do a good job. Um, you know, part of the reason why I left the CPA firm was I didn't like how things were run. I didn't like how we were treating some of our clients. Um, and I kind of, you know, learned a, few, learned a few things of how I didn't want my firm to run. Um, you know, and I, I've worked really hard to set the precedent and set the expectation um, that we're going to have great client service um, and that we're going to do things right. Um, and, and unfortunately, you know, at the CPA firm, that wasn't always the case. We didn't always do things right. Um, and so, but so the, you know, the biggest growing pain has definitely been just, you know, getting out there and, and know, like, and trust. And that was something that, you know, while I worked at, at the CPA firm as an accountant, you know, I didn't have exposure to. Um, so that's, that's been the biggest growing pain. Sure. And how has, you know, if you've continued to kind of grow in the sales space, continued to kind of grow that ability to get out there and talk to people, how has that affected every aspect of your life? Uh, networking, networking has been huge for me, right? I mean, I've, I've had, you know, doors open that I, you know, would have never even dreamed of, you know, if it wasn't for networking and, and getting out there, getting in the sales space. Um, and I, I've also grown personally, um, you know, just making sales phone calls and things like that um, were, were things that I was not exposed to before. And so I've had personal growth around it. I've had a lot of professional growth around it. And I've got some really key relationships today um, you know, a couple of mentors, um, that I wouldn't have had otherwise, um, that are super important to me, um, that have, you know, impacted my life personally, um, and in my business. So, sure. And, and what did you say that, that spark was that catalyst for you to really go out on your own from what, what was the thing that was changing around your life that at that point that made you want to go out on your own? So I really, you know, when I worked at the CPA firm, I knew, right, when I when I started seeing things kind of go downhill a little bit, and I knew that there were some clients that weren't really getting treated right, um, that really sparked a passion in me. You know, when I realized, you know, that there's a there's a big gap between, you know, just handing a business owner financials and expecting them to go over it and know what their business is doing, between that and actually, like, helping them and setting objectives, um, and helping them move their business forward, there's a huge gap there. And, you know, I, I think, unfortunately, a lot of small business owners don't ever get past the point of just receiving financials from a, from a professional, from an accounting professional or from, or from a bookkeeper or whoever that is. And, you know, there, if there's one thing that I lose sleep over, it's over business owners saying, oh, yeah, I have, you know, I have a good bookkeeper, I have a good financial system. And all they're doing is they've hired a generalist bookkeeper, you know, in the, from their community, and they just get, you know, financials maybe on a quarterly basis or on a monthly basis, and that's all they get. And they, you know, there's there's nothing that burns me up inside more than seeing that because, you know, that generalist bookkeeper doesn't know how to serve that entrepreneur well and what that entrepreneur is looking for, and that entrepreneur doesn't know that there's even more out there than what they've seen is available. Sure. Kind of one of those things like, um, you know, it's a Henry Ford saying that if I would have asked the people what they wanted, they would have said a faster horse, right? People don't know what they can have until they, you know, or people don't know what they want until they know what they can have. Sure. Um, and there's nothing, you know, that, that burns me up inside more um, or that sparks more passion in me than, you know, seeing that, finally seeing that that gap exists 
and really wanting to change that gap for the long term. Sure. Absolutely. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. It's especially kind of a, you know, unique to your industry and our industry alike is that there are tons of companies out there that are never the reason, like there, there's no bookkeeper or credit card processor or um, CPA or, or whatever that title is from a, from a business services perspective that is so good that it's going to be a catalyst for success in your business. But there are a ton of people out there that are interfering with the success of your business. You know, like there's no credit card processor so good you're going to succeed, but they can definitely help you not. You know, so I think that understanding your financials and your cash flow is definitely a, a similar space. You know, it's a similar pain for a similar, similar people, um, which is very, very unique. Do you see this happening more and more within your own industry? Um, it seems like a lot of the people from those, you know, power um, CPA firms are kind of stre- spreading their wings and going out on their own as well. So, yeah, I I, I think that is happening, um, and you know, I think you know some of the the biggest challenges that those people have is, you know, they're used to auditing or you know doing tax compliance work for big companies. Right, instead of small businesses, um, and you know, m- having accountants make that shift, you know, to you know, from you know, maybe they were you know out of power four, and they were you know auditing like universities or they're auditing like government entities, right? And and you're talking like millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars, right? There's a there's a big difference in working on something like that versus working with a small business owner where, you know, a small change, you know, pulling one lever can really adjust and, and make a huge difference in that small business's cash flow over the course of a year or five years, right? So making that shift for those people, I think, is the biggest challenge. But, I mean, I would definitely agree with you. You know, that's, that is happening in the industry. Um, and, you know, the other thing that's happening, too, is I've seen a lot of training programs that have come out, you know, from people like that, people that were at a big four, they're an accountant, they put together a training program that, you know, is supposed to be able to help people go from, well, I don't have any bookkeeping experience at all to all of a sudden I can help small businesses. And, you know, those training programs are never enough. And unfortunately, I think, you know, the the bookkeepers that go down that road, you know, they get confidence and they get a certification and, and they think that they're ready to go. And really, they're they're just not. I mean, I've you know I've had hires that have come in and um, or people that I've looked at to hire that you know have those type of certifications and they just don't have the skill set that I'm looking for. Sure, sure. Well, I mean, it's it's similar to your industry is in ours is that you have to have a certain amount of time in the industry before you've seen enough scenarios and situations that you can really be complete in your industry. You know, like credit card processing is one of those things where you have to see so many merchant statements and so many technology solutions and just so many different unique scenarios and where people are within their business before you can really say, you know, as a payment expert, here is what I think is the best solution for your business. You know, and I'm I'm sure accounting is that same way is that you have to have spent a certain amount of time around certain industries to understand how cash is supposed to flow and how um, profit is supposed to be made in specific industries versus 
you've never seen this industry before. You don't really understand their cash flow. You don't really understand what type of people own these types of businesses. And you don't really understand what the best solution looks like for them. It's hard to give an out of the box cookie cutter approach to something as specific as a business service. And I think that not only people like you're talking about that are releasing these training programs, but actual just pieces of technology have disrupted both of our industries in a very strange way that make people feel a lot more secure about the solution than the solution is actually secure. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. I would agree with that. Yeah, it's uh it's been a strange it's it's been a strange couple of years, man. It's uh, a lot of technology is kind of masking the things that we do, but you know, the the most important thing that I think that you and I share is that all of these services come with that hometown feel. You know, you have that cell phone number interaction, you have that um, after hours phone call, here's a question type of things. It's um it's unique, you know, and there and there's no way uh, to really replace the way that we do business. I believe, you know, there, there's technology and there's there's kind of these gimmicks and schemes that can kind of rival it, but there's not a lot of replacing the way that you know we do business, which is good for us. I think. Um, tell me a little bit about you know kind of kind of your what what is your family like? You know, what is your hometown like? What what is kind of the environment up there? What what you know kind of promoted? Hey, I'm going to grow nationally instead of kind of owning your backyard first. Or did you take that approach? Sure. So, um, I I have moved around a little bit recently. I actually um, so I you know I went to Illinois, like I said like I shared before I went to Illinois State University. Um, and then I stay, Illinois State University is located in Bloomington Normal, Illinois. Um, and I stayed in Bloomington Normal. I lived there for, gosh, eight or nine years probably. Um, and then, you know, kind of decided that I wanted something bigger. And so ended up, you know, deciding to move to St. Louis. Um, you know, originally, you know, I, I started out just work, only working with lawyers. Um, you know, that's where I, like I shared, you know, that's where I cut my teeth at the CPA firm. I mean, you know, over in a time frame of a little over five years, I worked with a little over 200 law firms. Um, so I really got to know that space well. Um, the problem is, you know, I, uh, you know, looking just in your own backyard, I mean, there's only so many law firms, right, around, you know, my direct area in Bloomington Normal. Um, and so, you know, being national really, you know, and with the technology today, I mean, it just, it just makes sense, right? I mean, um, and so being national really broadened that customer base and, and broadened those opportunities. Um, and that's the way the CPA firm was that I worked at as well, was that they, you know, worked coast to coast, um, you know, and, and with technology. I mean, I think that that just makes sense. So I really didn't really didn't start out looking to just be local, um, you know, and I, I just, you know, started out being, you know, I'll work with anybody in the U.S. Sure. What does that um, business community look like in St. Louis? Is there a lot of um, kind of intertwined business community there that if you wanted to attack that network, you could? For sure. For sure. Yeah. I mean, there's um, there's a lot of there's a lot of local networking groups um, and um, bar associations as well. You know, that if I, you know, a county and city um, that if I yeah, if I really wanted to jump into those um, that I, I absolutely could. Sure. Well, cool, man. This has been a this has been a good podcast, man. I'm I'm excited to see where your journey takes you from here. Um, I really am. I think that the service that you provide and the clarity that you provide to a lot of business owners is something that you know really helps people sleep well at night, which is something that our products share in common. 
Um, so any source that we can be to you or any of your clients over at Burn the Ship or at the MP Group, um, please let us know. Uh, tell us the name of your company one more time and how we can get in touch with you, please. Absolutely. So the name of my company is Financial Clarity. Um, you can find me at www.financialclarityllc.com. Um, I'm sure that'll be in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also find me on LinkedIn, Ryan Kimler. Um, so yeah, that's, cool. uh, that's probably the best best way to find me is either my website. Um, I have a contact page on there that you can uh, book a call with me. Cool. If you're interested in uh, scheduling a call for services or finding me on LinkedIn. Sure. And then tell us, what does burning the ship mean to you? You know, what is really jumping off that ship and going all in on your business? If you had to sum that experience up and say something to, you know, the audience that is um, kind of prospecting that same leap, what would you say to those people? Sure. So, I I mean, I will tell you it takes guts, right? I mean, obviously, you know, me coming from a non-sales background, right, it was scary. Um, It takes guts. But on the on the back side of it, right? There's huge, huge growth opportunities, um, both personally and professionally. Um, and so it, I mean, it's worth it. Sure. It absolutely is. I agree. Well, thanks for coming on, man. We appreciate you. Hope to have you back. Absolutely. Thank you for your time today. I appreciate you having me. Cool. Thank you.